0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I will share the Word of God with all of you. And I believe that the teaching in this camp will really change your life. And if you really put into practice, okay, this is the key to connect to heaven. We want to have the heavens connect to our life on earth here. How many people believe that heaven has been opened already? You know, at the Jordan River, when Jesus came out from the river after water baptism, the Bible says that, the heaven was torn apart, torn open. And the Bible never say the heaven is closed. The heaven is still torn open for us who want to receive things from heaven. Therefore, even though we are human beings and we are Christians who walk on this planet Earth, we can connect to the things of heaven. I don't know about you, I want more and more of the things from the storehouse of heaven. I want more power. I want more love. I want more grace. I want to do more great things in this generation while I'm living on this earth. I'm hungry and seeking to receive things from heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. So this teaching is quite long, so I will not be able to finish tonight. I will continue tomorrow. But I plan to teach maybe two lessons in this camp But each one is quite long, so I cannot finish in one time. So tonight I would like to talk about one of the keys to really connect to heaven. And I want to talk about the joy of the Lord. If you can ignite the joy of the Lord on the inside of you, you are opening the outpouring and the flow of the Spirit of God Into your life. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you will teach us tonight. You help us, Lord, to be doers of the word. We are not just only hearers. We want to put your word into practice. You say in the Bible, Lord, that when we know the truth and we practice the truth, the truth shall set us free. So tonight we want to learn the truth. We want the Holy Spirit to try the light and revelation from heaven. That we will not just receive the information, but we receive spiritual revelation to understand and to be able to walk in that light, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I believe that our life is a gift from heaven. I'm so thankful that I'm still waking up every morning and have my heartbeat and my breathing. And I can enjoy life every day. I really appreciate this gift that I could be born and live on this earth in this wonderful generation, the generation of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. God has given me so many gifts, including Pasada is one of the gifts from God that God gave to me. And this life, everyone point to yourself, I have life. And this life is a gift from God. Therefore, we should learn to celebrate each and every day of our life. We should not waste our life away. Definitely, we want to be fruitful for the kingdom. We have only one life to live. We want to bring in many souls, as many souls as we can to the kingdom of God and expand the kingdom of God. But at the same time, we should not live this life in stress, anxiety, worry, and in sickness and in disease. We should enjoy life every day. The Bible talks about we God give us all the good things so that we can enjoy. But many times as human beings, we are caught up with pressures of life. We try to rush here and there, get to the airport, try to get into the line and check the luggage. And we try to do many things. We try to meet the deadline of our work or business, or we try to keep the person next to us happy all the time. We're so busy making everybody happy or try to solve the problems in this life. And if we are not careful, we're going to be caught up in all the pressure and business of life to the point that we become depressed and stressed out and uptight and upset all the time. Many of us try to be good parents. Many of us try to be good employees. And then we miss out God's joy, the blessing on this earth, because we're so focused on working, working and doing many things. We should take time to enjoy life off and on. We should take time to smell the rose in the garden. We should take time, enjoy our children and celebrate every single day of our life. When we wake up in the morning, We should be able to smile and say, wow, this is the day that the Lord has made. I am so glad. I'm so thankful. I have another day to enjoy. Don't get caught up in the rat race. A lot of us like a rat race, just keep running, 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 making money and try to survive each day. No, 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 no. We should learn to enjoy life. Amen. We should enjoy even simple things. Sometimes, when Pastor Da talk to me something, I just laugh. I just enjoy what she share. Even sometimes it's so serious, I still laugh and enjoy the conversation. We enjoyed outdoors. We enjoyed driving to work. When we drive to work, we just sing hallelujah. Our God is a good God. Amen. Amen. By performing surgery, many of the nurses in the OR are Christian, so they turn on the song, the Christian song. And I just sing along with the radio station. I just want to enjoy life, and we enjoy our children, grandchildren. Amen. Nowadays with the technology, people send pictures all the time on the phone. And when we see the picture of, of our grandchildren, we just laugh and say, oh, "Wow, our grandchildren are so beautiful!" And we just enjoy uh, they're smiling and they're laughing. Let us enjoy everything that we have in our life instead of being so upset and stressed out all the time. We should enjoy the smile of our friend, enjoy the dinner that we eat, everything in life. We should count it for a joy. Even the difficulty, we should think, "Wow, this is a blessing. I can grow up more in this time of difficulty." Sometimes we need to slow down. Sometimes. Pastada and I just slow down and watch a movie together. And we just enjoy watching some movie. And just slow down and go out and eat. Actually, I was talking to Pastor da before we came that. Are we gonna come here in early December? So I have the idea coming up. She hasn't bought the idea yet. I say, why don't we come on Thursday night and Friday we going to go out to Disneyland together one day. No one else, just me and you. We just date together and the Disneyland. Just somebody drop us off at Disneyland. We're going to enjoy Disneyland together. But she said, no, I'm so sad. She said, I'd rather come with my grandchildren. So then that plan of mine just have to turn, uh, change to... What's going on? <laughs> my plan need to change to something else instead of going to Disneyland. Amen? Sometimes we get caught up with trying to move to the next level. And we forget about enjoying right now. We try to reach the goal. Maybe you are single. And you try and try to find a spouse. And you're just so so worried about not getting married. And you never enjoy your being single. So instead of trying to get married, you just enjoy being single now. And one day God going to send someone to you and you can enjoy your marriage life. We cannot relive this life again. We have only one life to live. After this life, we're going to be in heaven for eternity. We can live on this planet only one time. So we need to make a decision that we're not going to waste this life in depression and sadness. We're going to enjoy the gift that God has given to us. That is the life on this world. Things in our life are not always perfect. We always face pressure. We always have problems to solve. But we don't let those pressure steal our joy, steal our happiness. We should learn to be happy and joyful in the midst of pressure and problems in life. And then we going to have a good attitude all the time, and have a positive mindset, and this life is going to be fun instead of being terrible and so full of depression. Amen? It's a tragedy. So many people in the world, including many Christians on this planet Earth, going through life depressed, down, sad, defeated, upset, uptight, and stressed out. Every day, you cannot see their smile. Their face look like a giant, look like a beast, sting on their face every single day. They have a long face, they never smile. They allow the pressure of life to keep them in a negative frame of mind. Everything is so negative because they allow the pressure of life to look at the negative part of their life. They are always stressed out. They never smile. They never laugh. They never have any joy. They don't realize that they are allowing the devil to steal that joy, to destroy the gift of their life. My dear brothers and sisters, it doesn't have to be that way. After the sermon in this camp, I want you to turn around to be the happiest person in California, in Las Vegas, in Ohio, in Virginia. Amen? In this planet Earth, in Minnesota, when people look at you, wow, these people are so happy. They are the happiest people in the workplace, in the school. People need to look at you that way. Amen. That should be our goal. Amen. No matter what you are going through right now, no matter how much pressure you are under right now, you need to draw a line on the sand and say, Enough is enough. I'm not going to be depressed anymore. I'm going to start to enjoy my life. And devil, you may try to shoot me with your best shot, but your best is not enough to make me down and make me depressed. Your arrow is easy, shoo, like this. And I'm going to continue to smile and laugh and be happy with my own life. Amen. I refuse to go through life being Stressful, being so upset and uptight all the time. I'm going to be happy and I'm going to give God the glory. I'm going to be full of joy. The book of Proverbs chapter 14, verse 30, the Bible says, A relaxed attitude lengthens life. Jealousy rots it away. The Bible says that a joyful and relaxed attitude prolongs life. How many people want to live a long life? I want to live a long life too. Actually, I have one goal. I want to live until 120 years old, like Moses. But I told God that that is just my first goal, but I have another backup goal. My backup goal is that I will be taken away to heaven without death, like Enoch and Elijah. I just disappear. From earth and I don't have to die. No one can see my body. That is my backup goal. And I pray that God will give me the design of my heart, that I will be the third person on the planet Earth that just disappear like Enoch and Elijah. Amen. Yes. My dear brother sister, in the medical field, they have proven already that if you live uptight, upset, stressed out all the time, you're gonna have high blood pressure you're going to have hypertension, you're going to have chronic headache, and eventually you're going to end up having a heart disease. And that heart disease can cause you to have a short life, can make you have a stroke, because the heart pump is wrong, then the clot will throw up into your brain, then you get a stroke, because you live uptight. My dear and sister, if you want to live a long life, you should learn how to be joyful. You learn how to be happy. Don't get upset all the time. You constantly be happy, smiling, and always smile and laughing. Amen? American citizens represent about 6% of the world population. But about 90% of the transglycer are used by American people. Again, 6% American population, the whole country, only 6% of the world. But all the transcurrents that have been sold by the pharmacy, 90% are being used by American people. American people who live in North America here. So it means that we are living in a very hectic, fast paced society that everyone just so upset all the time and get stress out all the time because of the pressure of money and everything. We should not join that 90%. We should not depend on Valium, Tracedone and Amitriptyline. We should be happy people because we have God on the inside of us. My dear brother and sister, life is too short to go around grumpy, sour, and constantly upset about something. The world is not going to come to an end if your project is not done yet. Amen? Amen. Life is not going to be over if you could not find a parking in 10 minutes and you keep driving in a parking lot another 20 minutes to find a parking. Your life will not come to an end. Don't get upset. Amen? Amen? So the world will not come to an end. Your life will not come to an end if you don't get what you want right away. Therefore, don't get upset. Still smiling and be happy. Amen? Don't allow little things in your life steal your joy. Don't allow the surroundings steal your joy. Don't let anybody steal your joy. I remember I was standing in the line in Tokyo 13 days ago to get to the airplane. I was standing there. A big man walked in and wanted to cut in front of me instead of going back of the line. I remember many years ago, if he did that to me, I'm going to give him a hard time. But I still smile and say, go ahead. You can get in. I smile and want to give to him. I'm not going to let him make me upset because he wants to cut in front of my line. Go ahead. And he feels guilty. He says, oh, okay, okay. He doesn't get in. He now realizes that he is cutting in front of me. You see, I will not let man make me upset just because... One person stand in front of me, cutting the line in front of me. Amen? So don't allow even little things to make you upset. If you cannot find a parking lot, keep driving, looking, and praying. This is the way I park my car. Every time I go into a parking lot, I pray first. God, give me the best parking lot. And always happen. Always next to the door. How many people pray when you go to the parking lot? I pray a lot. (laughs) <laughs> and God always opened the parking space for me. Amen? I want to encourage all of you, always be happy. Some of us, you know, you go to church, and you walk in, you get upset, because that seat have been sitting there for 10 years. I pay tithe to this church. Somebody sit in my seat. I bought that seat, because I pay tithe. I'm gonna go to that man and say, "This is my seat. Don't get upset. Let him sit on the seat that you sit every Sunday." In my church, I noticed that some people sit in the same seat for ten years. They come in and they put their back in there and they sit in the same location. Brother, and sister, don't get upset if somebody sit on the seat that you sit on every Sunday in the church. Remember this every time you get upset. Every time you lose your cool, you become angry, you check out a little of time out of your life, you decrease the numbers of your day. In other words, you're going to die sooner. But if you're happy, your numbers of day are going to be full, and you're going to live a long life. Sometimes we need God's mercy. For some people who look upset all the time, Sometimes when I see people get upset all the time, I pray, God, show mercy that he will not die soon. She will not die soon. Show mercy to this person. Really, because I'm a doctor, I know that when people get upset all the time, their life will not go that long. Their life will be shortened. Amen? Amen. You must ask yourself this question every day. Is it really worth being out of shape and upset over something that is trivial? That is not a big deal. The world is not going to collapse because of this problem. Is it worth it to be upset? Is it worth having the blood pressure shoot sky high just because somebody cut in front of you in the traffic? Is it worth it? No. Let him go. Now I have the policy. Anyone want to cut in front of me? Go ahead. I slow down. Let him go. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to put my finger up. I'm not going to yell. I'm going to be happy because I want to live a long life. Brother, sister, when I'm talking here, I know it's very hard for people who don't know Jesus to do. It's very difficult. I used to be an unbeliever. And my face is long. I was so uptight all the time. I was a very pessimistic man. Everything very negative. I share this all the time that I took my picture with the elephant in Suan Sampran in Thailand. And when Pastor da friend look at my face with the elephant, at that time maybe I was about 17 years old, they all say, all, all of them say that the elephant looked better than me, look more handsome than me. Because my face like, I don't know how Pastor Da like me. I think God blinded her eyes when we were dating at 15 years old. I began to date her at 15 years old. Huh? She has spiritual. Look, God, look through my long face. I know it's very difficult for those who don't know God to be happy, smile all the time. But for believers, we have no excuses. We can be happy. The Bible says in John chapter 14, verse 27: I am leaving you. With a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. As a believer, we have a gift from God called the peace of God. One of the signs of being a truly born-again Christian is that you have peace that the world gives doesn't have. Because you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And that same Holy Spirit that every other believer has gives you the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And that fruit called joy. You have peace and joy on the inside of you. But the question is that, are you stirring it up? Or you push it down? Are you allowing the fruit of the Holy Spirit and the peace of God to control you or you allow your flesh to control your life It's up to you. You make your own decision. You need to make a decision to let the Holy Spirit control you and stir up the joy of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Jesus was talking to the disciple in John 14, 27. They were very upset. Because Jesus said, I'm going away. I'm leaving. They say, oh, no, 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 no. You have been with us only three years. Oh, it's so wonderful to walk with you. It's so wonderful to see you cast out demons. It's so wonderful to see you heal the sick. Anytime we have questions, we can directly ask you. And you multiplied the bread. Wow. You raise the dead. You stop the wind. It's so wonderful to walk with Jesus. And now you say you're leaving. You're going away. They are very upset. Don't go, don't go. And Jesus said, stay calm. Don't be upset. Don't be agitated. Don't be disturbed. Because I am going to send you another person called the Holy Spirit. The, another comforter. who going to be in you, with you, and on you all the time. Everywhere you go. And that comforter, the Holy Spirit, will give you peace, will give you joy in any circumstance. So Jesus tried to tell all of us in this generation, you can control your own destiny. You can make a decision for your own life, whether you're going to live a long life or you're going to die soon, Are you going to be happy, or you're going to be a grumpy person, upset person all the time. You can make that decision because you have the potential on the inside of you, the peace of God, the Holy Spirit that can make you happy, make you peaceful. You have that potential in you. You need to make a choice. You need to make that decision. I don't know about you. I make a decision to be happy. I make a decision to laugh and smile all the time. I will not give any excuses to let the pressure of life steal my joy. I want to be happy all the time. Don't give any excuse. Some of you may say, Pastor, you can say all of these things, but I cannot do it. I cannot help because my co-worker get on my nerve all the time. My boss always give me a hard time. Wow, my husband always throw things on the floor and I have to pick them up for him. My husband... Never please me. You can say anything you want. I cannot do it. I cannot help. That's why I'm sad. That's why I'm depressed. My dear brother and sister, your joy doesn't depend on other people's behavior. Because that joy and that peace come from inside here, from the Holy Spirit. You can really stir it up inside you. You can make a decision to be joyful yourself. You make a decision from today on. You will not allow anybody or anything, even yourself, to make you upset, to make you unhappy. You need to rule over your emotions. You need to make a choice. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to smile. I'm going to live a long life. I'm going to tell the world that my God is a good God. I will not allow pity things, little, little things, Make me upset. Amen. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 15. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. My dear brother and sister, do you know that, do you realize that people are watching your life all the time? People are looking at you constantly. In the hospital, everyone knows that I'm a Christian doctor. And they all know that I'm a pastor. They're watching me to see I'm upset or not. I'm throwing thing, uh, equipment on the ground or not. I'm yelling at people or not. But I'm not going to let them see that. I'm happy. I say thank to the x-ray technician. I say thank to the nurse. I'm happy all the time because I want to be the salt and the light of this world. People around you, your spouse, your kids, you know, many people in America, after they grow up to 18 years old, they all left the church, many of them, because they look at you and say, oh, I don't see God in you at all, parents. You get grumpy, get grouchy and upset all the time. I don't believe that there is God. My dear brother and sister, your kids, your friends, your co-workers are watching you to see how you're going to respond to the tough time of your life. They want to see your attitude when the boss does wrong thing to you. When you get yelled at, how are you going to respond to the situation? Are you going to do the same thing like other people in the world doing? To be upset, to yell, to complain? Or are you going to be smiling, happy, and laughing, and continue to be happy? People are watching you. My dear brother and sister, I want to encourage all of you to take a high road, a highway, like an eagle, that you are not the same as the people in this world. You will not allow yourself to be uptight, to be agitated. You're going to be happy, smiling all the time because you are the light of the world. The light is from heaven. When people see you, do they see the light of God or they see darkness of the devil i want people to see the light of god in me when people see me they see heaven in me are you the salt of the world the salt preserved food when you walk into a company the atmosphere in that company change or not to be better i remember when i first moved to the u.s in the second year I was promoted to be chief resident or chief doctor at a trauma hospital. Usually all these nurses and doctors are very serious because they make around 6 a.m., very tired, all the sick patients in the ICU dying and very sick from the car accident. You know, I make a decision to be the salt there. Every morning, I laugh, I smile, and eventually all the nurses and all the doctors around me laugh and smile with me. But if I walk in and look grumpy and upset all the time, I'm not the salt of the world. I'm not the salt. I want to be the salt. I want to preserve that society, that hospital. And not only that, salt makes people hungry and thirsty. Is that right? When people look at you, are they thirsty for the things of God? Or they say, oh, I don't want to go to church. Wow, look terrible. These Christians have a long face, look upset all the time. Oh, I don't want to be a Christian. Are you making people thirsty for the water of God? Are you drawing people into the kingdom of God? Are you attracting people into the kingdom or you are driving them away because of your behavior and your personality? Brother and sister, from now on I want to encourage you to be happy, to have good manner, to smile, to have The joy on your face. The peace in your eyes. That when people look at you, they say, you have so much joy. You have so much peace. You have so much consistency in your life. You're not up and down, yo-yo in your emotion. You have so much victory. I'm so envious of you. Wow, what do you have? I like to have the same thing. And you can say, I have Jesus in me. Can I go to church with you? Can I read the Bible with you? When they see you. How many Christians on this earth? How many Christians in California acting that way? That when people look at you, they want to know Jesus. From now on, are you going to have a long face? And make people misunderstand God? If you have a sour face, people will walk away from you and say, I don't want this because you look so terrible. I'm more happier than you. Let us make a decision to smile more. Amen? The church will be full of happy people. Yeah. Smiling, laughing people. Not look so religious and look so uptight and so angry all the time. Amen? Amen. Have you ever heard the word contagious? Yeah. Contagious is actually a medical word. Pastor Da on the way back from Thailand, she just came back. She still to have jet lag. When she came back from Thailand, she was sitting in EVA airline. And she told me, I pray for her right away. She said that the person next to her from Bangkok, Taipei, cough all the time and have a cold. And right away, as a doctor, I say, I need to pray for my wife that she will not get that cold. That's why I always carry the mass in the airplane. If somebody Start coughing, I will put the mask on right away. I don't want to get the cold. Virus and bacteria can be contagious. Do you know that sadness can be contagious? Have you ever been around sad people? And even after a while, you look sad too. I don't like to be around sad and negative people. They talk negative. They're so upset all the time. And I sit a while ago and and start to get sick. I start to have headache. I'd rather run away. I'd rather walk out of that room. Amen? I heard the story of a woman who lost her husband. And she was crying. And then a pastor walk in and say, He is in heaven right now. Rejoice. And she started to perk up. And a few more ministers walk in. This, this old pastor walk in to meet her. I'm sorry he died come down, you have to be by yourself. She began to like, start to look very sad. This is a true story. She started to get depressed again. The first pastor who told her that you should rejoice because he's in heaven. He could not stand it. He walked away to the kitchen of the house. And after a few minutes, the lady followed her into the kitchen. And the pastor, the first pastor said, why you follow me here? I could not stand those pastors. They make me sad. I'd rather be around you because joy is also contagious. When you are around joyful people, that joy will spill on you. You will begin to have joy too. I like revival service. I just came back from Thailand. And we have 1,500 people show up in Buri. And about 600 people show up in the south part of Thailand. And that city I went to is the main core city of Hinduism. And 500 people show up. That's a a good number for the center of Buddhism and Hinduism. And when somebody starts to laugh in the Holy Spirit, I can feel the water come out and spill on people. And more people start laughing because the joy of the Lord Is contagious. When you are around smiling people, laughing people, happy, you're going to be happy as well. Why don't we make a decision? We're going to be joy giver. Everywhere we go, we're going to give smile to people and get them infected by our smile and laughter. Amen? Should we be contagious? That everywhere we go, we can rub off into people the joy. When they come in with headache, sickness, we just laugh and they get healed. Amen? That's how I relate to my patients in my clinic. Many first time patients walk in, they look sad, their back pain, leg pain. I smile, peaceful, happy. I joke sometimes. And after a while, my patients start to laugh and smile because my joy rubbed off onto them. I infected them with the joy of the Lord. The joy become contagious. But if you are around sad people, irritated people, complaining, murmuring, you're gonna be upset as well. Amen. Yes. Now is the time that the whole world start to see happy Christians in Minnesota, in California, in Virginia, in Las Vegas. Amen. In Arizona, when people see Christians in these cities, wow, they're happy, happiest people in the world. The, one of the reasons many people don't want to go to church, a lot of people don't want to serve God, because they notice that Christians are very sad and very grumpy. So when they see Christian, they say, I don't want to go to church. This Christian is so discouraged, so defeated, And they never smile. They were never happy. The church activity looked very sad. Looked like a funeral ceremony. My dear brothers and sisters, don't keep the joy in your heart. Let it revealed through your face, through your eyes. Radiate it out and get into other people's life. People need to see your joy. Every time when you get upset, remember that you are not doing a good work for God. Every time you get upset, repent right away. Start to stir up the joy of the Lord inside you. And you go around with a big smile on your face, with the spring on your step. You walk with joy. You're going to infect other people with the joy of the Lord. And when you begin to bring the smile on your face, then you begin to flow into your whole body with a positive tone of life. You're going to look very good. Your countenance looks good. You look younger than age. How many people want to look younger than age? Do you notice that people who look sad look older than age? But people who look happy, they are younger than age. Because the growth hormone came out. The endorphin come out. And you look young. You, you are so healthy and strong. Amen. The medical science say that when you make long face, you look upset, you frown, you use more energy on the muscle on your face than when you smile. You're going to spend more energy frowning and being upset. But when you smile, you use less energy. You're happier. Amen. So, tonight, I want to encourage all of you to learn how to live a happy life, to be joyful all the time. Amen? We're going to learn more tomorrow. This is just introduction. We're going to learn the benefit of being joyful all the time. All of us have different backgrounds and personality. Some of us are more prone to be naturally, to be upset and to be uh, not smiling. Many of us are so serious, never smile. I want to encourage you after the camp that you're going to begin to stir yourself up to smile more. You're not going to give excuse not to smile anymore. You're going to be happier and smile more. Amen? Psalm 144 verse 15. Psalm 144 verse 15. Yes, happy are those who have it like this. Happy indeed are those whose God is the Lord. Let me ask you this question. Is Jesus your Lord? Is Jesus your Lord? If Jesus is your Lord, the Bible says you should be happy. Is that right? You should not be sad. You should not be uptight, upset all the time. It's not enough just to have joy on the inside you should express on the outside as well. Amen? You will not allow the devil to steal your joy. You will not allow any pressure in your life to steal your joy. You should express your joy, your happiness, your smile. Amen? Don't give any excuse. You may say, Oh, doctor, pastor, you're the doctor, you're successful, you make good money. You can smile, you can say this, Oh, I have pressure in life, I'm not you, I'm... But I tell you the truth, I'm not different from you. I also face pressure. I still need to fight the good fight of faith. I have a lot of opportunities to be stressed out. Can you imagine operate on somebody's brain? It's very stressful. Operate on somebody's nerve. I, if I cut the nerve, the patient gonna be polarized, and they're gonna get a big lawsuit, millions of dollars. Do I have stress in life? Yes. Sometimes surgery is so difficult. I have to take care of hundreds of pastors around the world. I get messages from all over the world. Problem in that church. Problem in that church. Here, what happened? What happened? Every day I get message. Help me resolve this problem in my church. Every single day. Do I have stress? Do I have pressure in life? Yes. But I make a decision. Hey, I'm not going to let anybody. I'm not going to let any situation, any stress steal my joy. After I answer, I continue to laugh. I continue to be happy. Amen? Amen. Sometimes things can be hectic in your life. Again, make a decision. I'm not going to be caught up in the rat race. I'm not going to live my life stressed out, uptight, upset, distracted. And unhappy. I make a decision. I'm going to be happy. All the days of my life. My life is too short. To be unhappy. I have only one life to live. I'm going to live happy. I'm going to smile. I'm going to live a long life. I'm going to be good witness to people. That God is good. When people see my face. See my countenance. they will know. My God is a good God. He's a victorious God. I pray that you will practice what I teach today. We will continue tomorrow this lesson. Amen? Amen. Can I see you smile? Can I see you smile? Can smiling be your habit, your lifestyle from now on? So many people think that it's, especially some Chinese men. My dad is Chinese. I noticed that in Chinese culture, they think that to be a cool man, you need to look serious. You cannot laugh. You have to look like so serious. That is Chinese culture. That is not heavenly culture. Heavenly culture, you are cool when you smile, when you laugh. Amen? Amen. We need to smile a lot, laugh a lot. And tomorrow you're going to learn the benefit of smiling, and loving, and full of joy, full of peace, it's beneficial to you. Amen? Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, to remind all of us to live happy life. Thank you, Father, that our life is a gift from heaven, and we're not going to waste away. We're not going to live this short life on this planet Earth compared to eternity. Stressed out, unhappy, sad, depressed, irritable, distracted, disturbed, and living in a negative frame of mind. We ask you to help us to stir up the peace of God inside us. We ask you to help us to stir up the gift and the fruit of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. That we can be your representative on earth. We can be the salt of this earth, the light of the world. That when people see the smile on our face, to see the rejoicing attitude in the midst of troubles and pressure of life, they will praise the Heavenly Father and they want to know you. They will be thirsty for the things of God, Father. Help us in this generation to be happy Christians, to learn how to walk happily every day, have good nature on our countenance, on our behavior, our appearance, Lord. Father, we will be friendly, easygoing, people have fun to be around us because we are happy people, Father. Thank you, Father, for reminding us in this teaching. Thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. How many people say, I want to put this into practice? We trust that this message is ministered to you.